0: Welcome to Raining Words with Shelby. I am your host, Shelby Lawson, and our main objective is to motivate, inspire, and encourage. Welcome to Raining Words with Shelby. I am your host, Shelby Lawson. Tonight, I have the pleasure to introduce my audience to Mr. Mark Figueroa. Mark, thank you so much for joining us. I know you're a busy man. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah, definitely. I am just honored to even be on this podcast. So thank you for inviting me.
0: Oh, you're so welcome. So I always um, tell my audience how I meet my people that I bring on and have a conversation with so I met Mark just a few weeks ago when he came to town to visit someone who's very very special to both of us uh your mom she is such a beautiful soul oh yeah oh my god I love my mom (laughs) I know she is um she's become my sister so quickly uh both um herself and G they're just amazing people and I'm so proud to call them friends their journey I'm going to have her on the podcast as well because her story has been just phenomenal as well and the way she has overcome all her obstacles so I'm so extremely um proud of her but just like any other mom when it comes to the children proud and doting uh I had already heard quite a bit about you so I have somewhat of an advantage
1: (laughs) (laughs) Right now I hope that she didn't like talk your ear off. You know? Oh,
0: of course she did. That's what moms do. <laughs> <laughs> right,
1: right, right, right. I feel like at this point my mom uh might know more about me than I do
0: sometimes. Absolutely, absolutely. But to get down to the nitty and gritty, I had to go through your pages and kind of um, do a little background research on you because the stories that mom gives is um, not business related. So I found... I found that you were the CEO of Feel It First. You're a dancer, choreographer. You've been dancing for 13-plus years. And I found something called LMT. And could you tell the audience what those initials stand for?
1: Uh, So an LMT or... Um, a CMT is just a licensed or certified massage therapist.
2: Oh, so that's something
1: that I, um, that I ended up kind of, uh, realizing I wanted to do while I had the time, uh, from the pandemic mm-hmm. to kind of like just reflect on like purpose and the things that I wanted to do. And, um, it was kind of a pleasant uh accident so to say you know i wasn't really passionate about anything for a while because um you know being in a major city like los angeles can kind of drown you out for a little bit and then after going through you know blm and being part of protests and then dealing with covid and you know i was just drained yeah um mentally and spiritually and i wasn't really looking forward to creating um the ways that i used to um because everything was just so you know fueled by animosity and Mm -hmm. i had spent so much of my life being upset or confused or mad um that you know i kind of just left that alone for a little bit and that's something that i didn't think that i would do um But taking a break from you know something that I loved allowed me to find other things that I loved. And so that was uh, massage therapy and just being able to heal people not only just with, you know, um, words and advice and things like that from just, you know, being a coach and a teacher of 13 plus years. But being able to help people now physically, too, you know, is something that I was like, wow, this is special. Like, I didn't think that I would want to heal Mm -hmm. and help heal people as much as i'm doing that now you know i always thought it was just you know um something spiritual or artistic or Mm -hmm. you know something that can be um understood through you know being inspired by someone's story i didn't think that i'd be actually you know healing people with my
0: hands it's amazing it's amazing what It's amazing what COVID um, did for a lot of people. It caused some serious pivots in their lives and in their occupations. Yes, yes. I think
1: that if you were a smart and introspective person then <laughs> you used COVID or the pandemic to your advantage. Absolutely. And I think that and I think that you used it to really discover yourself more deeply and to unravel toxic patterns and to enlighten yourself and those around you and just really um, get to the root of our own tree, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? So mm-hmm. that we could further the growth instead of being content with being a little old palm tree, you know? Yeah. Um, I want to live in the Redwood, metaphorically. Yes, <laughs> you know,
0: absolutely. Big
1: old tree.
0: <laughs> you so, want to roll with I, the giants, right? <laughs>
1: yes, yes, yes. You know, so um, so I think, you know, if, if you were smart, then you would have hopefully had the opportunity to do some of those things during the pandemic. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I know. Um, It affected everyone differently, you know, so every tier of life had a different experience while some kind of, you know, didn't know what to do with their time because all of their privileges had been stripped away. You know, Mm -hmm. others found ways to make it uh, to be resourceful, Mm -hmm. you know, and to get creative Mm -hmm. and to. Really make something of nothing, you know because I think if we could make it out of the pandemic the way that we did and surviving you know everything that we did the last two years, that there really isn't anything that we that we can't do right. if we if we really just buckle up um be consistent mm-hmm. be passionate and loving mm-hmm. you know um mm-hmm. consistency and discipline is key it you really know? Is. and i think mm-hmm. that i think that you need that to survive and the people that you know were were lucky enough to survive covid um and 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 took the precautions and you know did what they kept what they could mm-hmm. you know um it it was it's we survived absolutely
0: absolutely
1: discipline and strength to survive and so if you could survive that then there's no reason why you shouldn't be able to apply yourself to other areas in life
0: i totally agree um speaking of um discipline and passion was dance and art's always something that you were passionate about and um where did it come from? Because I'm sure it surprised you. Because I think most creatives, we are, we always have it, but we are taught to go to school and do this and do that. And then when it almost comes back with a fury that we cannot suppress any longer. Does that make sense to you? <laughs> yes i totally understand that i totally yeah
1: the way you know even you expressing that i kind of was like i felt like i was saying it because <laughs> even just you trying to get that out it's like yeah it's it is a complex thing you know mm-hmm. being an artist is a very complex thing in in society mm-hmm. um and people only ever see the finished product so they don't actually understand the inner workings of what it takes to be an artist you right. know and there's a difference between an artist and a content creator mm-hmm. or someone that just builds things you know what I mean mm-hmm. or put things together there's a there's a there's a difference between those two things and uh, so yes. I want to say there's a there's a formula to being a, a a you know a builder or someone that puts things together or a content creator there's not necessarily a formula for being an artist yes. you know there's just feelings and 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 intuition and things that we um that we that we can not necessarily always put in words and, <laughs> and therefore we we express that through the art
0: you know what i mean yes yes um,
1: so for me for me personally um my entire family is full of artists of of all kinds mm-hmm. um my mom didn't even know that she was an artist. Like I knew my mother was an artist before she before she knew she was an artist because mm-hmm. now she's a nail tech and doing all these paintings and
0: and they're um, absolutely and, gorgeous. Uh,
1: yes, yes, yes. So, you know, girl talk nails if if you've seen her work, you know, you can say, "Oh, she's she's a nail artist." Mm-hmm. Um and so even she didn't know that she was an artist until, you know, until her 50s or her late 40s mm-hmm, you know um mm-hmm. so i didn't know um that i was going to be an artist until way later in the game my whole family is full of dancers and painters and um i think i'm the only um the only like singer actor like choreographer mm-hmm. uh, in in my family um mm-hmm. uh, Everyone else kind of has like their um their sewing or or their tattooing and mm-hmm. um, the, the musicians tons of musicians mm-hmm. and so i've I've really just always been inspired by um, you know the enthusiasm of um, my culture, you know, being Puerto Rican and mm-hmm. being surrounded by people that love to dance and <laughs> things like that and, you know, I always thought that watching it brought me joy and mm-hmm. I and I wanted to feel joy so how could I get close to that, you know? Yes. Then MTV comes and, you know, you're watching <clears throat> your mom, you know, dance to her favorite artist, so then you discover your favorite artist, mm-hmm. you
2: know? Mm-hmm.
1: Um, and so fun funny story is that um just the other day i'm 32 now um and just the other day after age ages it feels i realized i discovered um that there was a moment that i realized i was going to be an artist and i convinced myself that i was going to be just like a dancer or a backup dancer uh-huh. um Because I would always watch like Justin Timberlake, Jennifer Lopez, Janet Jackson, you know, uh, entertainers and performers like that. Mm -hmm. I'd always watch them and I'd always like do the dances and I'd always want to be them and I'd put the gloves on and do the whole thing. (laughs) And it wasn't until like last week that I realized the entire time I thought That I was just going to be a dancer Which I ended up being for many, many years The whole entire time I was impersonating the artist So (laughs) I I wanted to be The singer, the dancer And the actor Mm -hmm. And the whole entire time I was young, you know You don't really have an idea of how things work I convinced myself That I just wanted to be the dancer Because that's what I fell in love with first I didn't know Know that I didn't know that fast forward, you know, 20 something years later that I'd be, you know, having my name spelled out in oh. Los Angeles, California on the Mint Hollywood, um, like marquee, you know what I mean? Mm. I didn't, I didn't know that'd be happen, happening. I'd be singing for, you know, crowds of a hundred at Avalon across the street from Capitol records. I didn't know any of that stuff because I convinced myself that it was this one thing that I was going to be. And so, um, so that's kind of like what catapulted me into, um, like my obsession with dance and just you know always wanting to be around that that freedom and that liberation mm-hmm. and because in, in that moment while the music is on you can be and feel whatever it is you want to feel without judgment Yeah. you know and i
0: think that's i why can totally understand that, that.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and, and I think that's why you know clubs are so popular mm-hmm. um, because aside from you know this the the negative things that may happen in nightlife, mm-hmm. um, it is a way for people to escape. So whether you are a professional dancer or not, I always tell people that that anyone can dance, yeah. and that you don't have to be a professional dancer to dance mm-hmm. because dance is is. Is a lifestyle. You know, it, it's something that you can apply to mm-hmm. your, your daily routine. You know, mm-hmm. the things that you learn being a dancer or being around dancers or just learning things from being in the culture you can apply to your daily life.
2: Absolutely. You know, I think
1: that's why people love it so much because it's digestible. Mm-hmm. But they're but they're getting so much from it without even knowing that they are. You know,
0: they're feeding their souls externally, which in it goes internal. It's like um, it's almost like a hamster on a wheel. It's internal, external, internal, external. And it all, at the end of the day, it creates such joy.
1: Yes, 100%. <laughs> you know, it's also a form of communication. Mm-hmm. You know, it, it's a way to communicate. You mm-hmm. know, even animals use dancing and rituals to communicate with mm-hmm. each other. Mm-hmm. You know, and so if, if you're someone who has a hard time with words because maybe a disability or maybe have social anxiety or maybe just words are hard for you, you know, hard conversations. Mm -hmm. You know, sometimes putting that into an art form or into dance may may allow someone else to understand the emotions that you're trying to express. Mm -hmm, mm
0: -hmm. I love the arts, Mark. I love it so much. Today we actually went to the Philadelphia Art Museum. They have a Matisse Henry Matisse um, exhibit going on and it was just so powerful. They had so many of his sketches from beginning to end and they uh, collected his thoughts and the process that he went through to create his artwork and I just I we stayed there for hours and I just enveloped and I tried to place myself in the 1930s when he was creating his work and a lot of it was he loved women and the sensuality of women, and it was just it was just a beautiful day. But I'm going to make a sharp laugh and say let's brag a little bit because you have some incredible credits um, under your belt, some of the heavy hitters. So if you can, I don't know if you signed a, a nondisclosure, but if you can share some of those people that you have worked with and found joy in, we would love to hear it. <laughs>
1: Um, so I have <laughs> I have worked on set with um, Ty Dolla Sign, The mm-hmm. um, Vision. I've been on shows with ESPN. I was on ABC's The Rookie. Uh, really really small role but it was really fun and mm-hmm. it's, it's always nice to see my mom's reaction to my face <laughs> on TV uh, so that part's always fun um <clears throat> opened up for sierra way back in the day when I first started dancing um, we danced with another artist so uh he opened for her um that was a fun event to be a part of that mm-hmm. was in uh, Pennsylvania way back in the day
2: mm-hmm.
1: um I have uh worked with um a lot of the cast from RuPaul's Drag Race
2: oh nice um,
1: so, yeah, Eureka O'Hara, Alaska Thunderfuck, uh, Manila Lazon, So if anyone's a RuPaul's Drag Race fan, um, I've done, you know, some of their music videos, live performances, and part of that world tour that they did, I, I did, a, um, <clears throat> I believe, one date on that. Okay. and that's kind of like just you know what I can think of off the top of my head
0: yes yes so for the I
1: hate talking about those credits
0: yes so for (laughs) for the audience I don't prepare my guests for any of our conversations so when something comes so you did a wonderful job just off the top of your head that's amazing and I'm so happy and proud for you Um, if there's if you can you share with the audience the level of commitment that's required to survive in such a saturated industry and I know there's a lot of people in LA wanting to do the same thing and oh, how many times if you have have you said I'm done <laughs> um, so what was the first question um, can you share with the audience the level of commitment required to survive oh, in such a saturated right. industry, or what I think what I deem to think is a saturated industry out in LA well, yeah
1: well you're not wrong <laughs> it is very saturated the saturation level is on a hundred um, but um you know there's a lane for everybody mm-hmm. and um it really just depends what you want from your from your craft you mm-hmm. know like are you coming out here to pursue fame mm-hmm. are you coming out here to pursue you know happiness right. you know and because that may look completely different than mm-hmm. than what you thought mm-hmm. um and so I moved out here with the intentions of just being a choreographer, hoping that you know, would lead to other opportunities I didn't think that um, I would be homeless for six months Mm -hmm. I didn't think that I would survive a pandemic I didn't think that you know, I would um, have to deal with a lot of the shady and sketchy things um, that happen behind closed doors Mm -hmm. here, Um, so it does take a lot a lot a lot of commitment um dedication and self love Mm -hmm. um and and understanding of self-worth to survive here depending on what you what your definition of surviving in los angeles is Mm -hmm. um because for me i'm an independent artist so my numbers in in streams are nothing compared to a lot of the people that have been here forever mm-hmm. that kind of know the ropes mm-hmm. but i'm okay with that yeah. because i i pursue my art for my own reason um and and that has really nothing to do with necessarily being famous or achieving validation and attention through you know being a celebrity but it my 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 craft revolves around me just, you know, hoping that m- me being my authentic self is going to inspire other people to create change in themselves as well, you know? Yes. Um so I try to be the person that I would like to be around, um, and again, it just—it all of that stuff takes hard work. It takes commitment. It takes a lot of um, blood, sweat, and tears, like mm-hmm. literally, yeah. metaphorically, physically.
0: Yeah, yeah, <laughs> like, all of the above.
1: <laughs> all of the things. Yeah, yes. and I and I can't even tell you, like I thought to myself, maybe. maybe at least twice a year I have the thought of like maybe I should move somewhere else you know maybe I should just get a 9 to Mm 5 maybe I should just you know pursue this career instead maybe Mm -hmm. I should just you know so those thoughts are going to happen um but again i think it all falls down to to happiness and doing what makes you happy and what makes you feel fueled and un- and unfortunately a simple life is not one that i that i choose to live mm-hmm. because You know, um, as great as simplicity can be and as peaceful as it can be sometimes, um, what comes after that? You know what I mean? Um, and I think I'm always looking for more, 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 more. And now that can be toxic sometimes because, you know, you want to make sure you have balance in the things that you do. Mm -hmm. Um, but there's nothing wrong with being ambitious. There's nothing wrong with thinking outside the box. There's nothing wrong with being a little unconventional and innovative, Mm -hmm. you know? Um, because I think that's what makes, you know, um, artists special is that we don't have the same thoughts as everyone else. We don't do things the same way as everyone else. We kind of like, um, do things our own way and create our own paths. And, and, you know, um, pave lanes that maybe other people didn't have the courage to pave and now they feel like they can be their offensive self because you know there's a new person that they can relate to or whatever the case may be um so you know it is hard it is hard out here um but it is worth it if you if you play the cards right and you ultimately choose yourself You know, choose Mm -hmm. yourself in the most loving way, Mm -hmm. not Mm -hmm. in in an egotistical way. But I think, you know, I think uh, being an artist, um, if you want to do things right, you know, you have to learn how to set boundaries. You have to learn how to be a business person. Mm -hmm. You have to learn how to be a human and not just a product for Instagram. Mm -hmm. You know, you have to do many things things um, to be a successful artist not not just you know one one or two things it takes a lot it takes a lot of different things but at the end of the day you know if you're doing things that make you happy then it's it's your work to be done nobody else's
0: exactly I agree so much so Share with the audience what you think is outside of the box and next for Mark. And uh, where would you like to go with your amazing career? Because it's just, it's really, um, I'm very proud of how you're going. Um, It's a steady pace and I like that. (laughs)
1: Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, the study pace is something that I've had to get used to.
0: <laughs> yeah, um, cuz we want it now.
1: <laughs> yeah, I'm from New York originally mm-hmm. and just the East Coast is so much more fast-paced and you know, um so like you said, we want it now, especially living in a world full of instant gratification. Mm-hmm. You know, we're never really present and we're never really taking time to enjoy the things we used to enjoy. Mm-hmm. One of those things being the process, mm-hmm. you know, and you have to really love the process in order to do in order to do these things. Mm-hmm. Um so you know, falling back in love with the process and and learning how to trust myself again and uh, like parent myself, parent my inner child. Mm-hmm. You know, like that's really helped me um, stay the course, so that that way I could I could continue to bite off all the things that I'm bite because I'm doing a lot. Mm-hmm. You know, and and I recognized this the other day, and sometimes I feel like what I'm doing is not enough. But then when I listed down on paper and i'm like you're doing massage you're choreographing for like seven artists you're trying to make songs you're a barista as a Mm part-time you're throwing these events you know it's it's a lot of work Mm -hmm. um so what's next for me i think after this is really just um expand expanding you Mm -hmm. know like um You can move to a major city and change your life and, you know, become this whole different person and evolve and do all these great things. But then we go back to what I said earlier, what happens after that, Mm -hmm. you know? You, you're in a big city, you made it to L.A., you're in Hollywood now, great. What do you do with the platforms that you have? Mm-hmm. What do you do with the money that you're going to make? What mm-hmm. do you do with, you know, the, the people that, that you meet, you know? And so I think for me, I just want to continue living my authentic truth mm-hmm. um, because, you know, I am a pansexual, openly pansexual you know, Puerto Rican <laughs> artist. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, you know, that's a lot of things going, going against me. Um, and I don't think there's a lot of representation for um you know pansexual latinos or hispanics out there who are artists Mm -hmm. a lot of artists have to be closeted or do this whole dl scheme until they can have a moment where they can come out Mm -hmm. and Mm -hmm. you know i'm really tired of pushing that that narrative of like we have to um we have to conform to like whatever this um Societal construct is to be successful as artists. Right. You know, there's no, there's no reason that in 2023 that we should be, you know, um, still so far back in time. Yeah, you know, yeah. especially with racism and a lot of those other things that I won't get into because that'll start <laughs> a whole other. That's episode. a whole other. <laughs> <laughs> right, <laughs> you know, um, but I, but. But that's what it is for me next is just being as authentic as I possibly can Mm -hmm. and making sure that, that, that authenticity is successful because I will choose to make it successful by being happy in my authenticity Mm -hmm. and people won't have a choice, but to, but to feel it first and, but to believe, you know, the things, um, that I am trying to push out there, you Mm -hmm. know, Mm -hmm. um trying to push out you know um the thing about representation and trying to make sure everyone prioritizes their mental health and trying to make sure that you know queer people you know get the space that they deserve and 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 their voices are heard you know um So I think that's what's next for me like if I if I turn it into the big picture you know yeah. if we do it small picture the next thing for me is going to be to release this unreleased um single that I have called like that
0: <laughs> ooh, I like that! <laughs> yeah, right. I like there that and i'll it. be I'll be looking forward to hearing that and seeing that I'm sure that you'll have visual as well as audio, so I'm looking right. so forward to everything that you're doing so if someone wanted to i guess this would just be for the l a area, but I see and just take it for what it's worth i see you going to other major cities with your gifts And so, as far as teaching dance, um, I don't think you're uh, supposed to stay in L.A. I think that there are many, many areas that you can come and dominate in. So, I look forward to that as well. I'm going to speak that into fruition and put that out in in the world for you. In the meantime, though, how can the audience find you and how can they get in touch with you locally in L.A. if they want to take your class, but also if they want to... um, um, some of the people over here on the um, East Coast want to reach out to you and pay for your plane ticket to come out and teach a class.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah, definitely. That's a thing, 100%. Yes. Yeah. Um, so everything, um, all of my contacts um, are basically at the real Mark. So if you go on social media, it's going to be the at symbol. It's going to be T-H-E-R-E-A-L-M-A-R-Q-U-E. So that's going to be Mark with a Q. Mm-hmm. So that's going to be all my social media platforms. You can you can also type that in uh, to YouTube. You'll be able to find my music videos and whatnot. Um, and the same thing, email address is... Uh, uh, the real mark at gmail.com. So, if anyone decides that they're interested in uh, choreography for their artist or their group, or you know, you need a singer for your next event, uh, feel free to shoot me an email there and we can definitely work something out.
0: Well, Mark, I am so, so happy we've been planning this um, conversation for a little while, and I'm so happy that we were able to finally connect. I know you're a busy man, but I'm so grateful for your time. And I will make sure that when we post it, when we release it to um, Apple, Google, Spotify, and Podbeam, I'll make sure that we have all of your social media platforms as well as YouTube and your email, so people can come out and um, find you in LA or, or email you and just just find you and support you. So I'm very I'm very honored um, to have met you finally. <laughs> and just give me a call whenever you're back in Pennsylvania. We can go out and have some dinner or dance. Maybe you can teach your old girl some new tricks. <laughs>
1: Yeah, definitely, definitely. I'm always game. It's it's also an honor to um be on this with you you know anyone that is connected to my mom um especially creatively and just spiritually um I can always uh, I can always trust as a beautiful person and so in meeting you you know you are nothing short of that and the talent does not stray away from that um those comments either so
0: you know everything
1: (laughs) that you're doing yeah and thank you so much for you know using this platform to um you know bring artists like myself on and and, you know, share, share the love of uh, connection. And, and
0: just art Well I am very appreciative And I just want everybody to know That Mark is um, available For dance classes He's He has artists Whatever you need in the creative realm Reach out to Mark And I'll make sure like I said That I have all of your information And guys if you reach out to Mark Make sure you mention Shelby So that he'll know that we sent you yes. <laughs> Well thank you so much Mark And you have a wonderful evening Out in L.A and we will talk to you soon
1: yes you too thank you so much have a beautiful night
0: thank you you too